I'm gonna make him an offer again. I feel the need, the need for speed. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fennick. Go ahead, make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent BioStream, the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen Hisense TV. The best movies you've never seen. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. With Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long. This is the captain. Brace for impact. Welcome to the best movies you've never seen. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the co-host of this podcast and I'm the one who's seen all these movies. And it is my pleasure each and every week, though, to show them to my other co-host is Trevor Long, who hasn't seen any of these movies, including this one. Trevor, welcome. I am oblivious to the <laughs> uh, the content we're about to create, basically. That's right. Well, you know, that's the beauty of the show. We, I've, I've seen this movie many times, as maybe you have as well. And the way we, we talk about the movie, Trevor's got some fresh eyes on the movie. And I love the fact that you pick up things that even that I haven't noticed sometimes, like the fresh eyes, you know, when you're too close to something. And I think that the, the other thing that does that is, and this is intentional, I don't research. I don't watch yes. trailers. Yes. So you, you would coming in cold. Stephen's come in having seen the trailers, the promos, the ads yes. over the years, and seen it at the cinemas, even... Yeah. At the cinema, seeing the trailers for movies, things I, I've seen nothing. So yeah. often, I you're don't even recognise the title. You're a blank canvas, you are. That's what you are. The movie this week we're talking about is Cloverfield. This was released in 2008, was directed by Matt Reeves and written by Drew Goddard, produced by J.J. Abrams. Star Wars. Who man. was, uh, that's right, he directed Force Awakens and uh, a few other films. And uh, this is a movie, what I like to call a found footage movie. Is that a common thing? It's not. It was, I think the first time we saw a movie like this was the film, you may have heard of it, The Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project, yep. That came out around, I think, 99, 2000. Okay. And it was, I've not at seen the time, it, but, but I've seen enough. Uh, you know, footage of it and yes. talk about it. It's like someone's camcorder captured this weird thing happening yes. in the bush. So they went in to film something and then they all disappeared and they found the footage. And at the time, that was quite effective because the internet was sort of in its infancy True. and the, the rumour was, is it real? Is it a movie? Did, ah, is it made up? There was right. all this mystery around it. Cloverfield doesn't have that same sort of mystery, but it is the same kind of feel. To, I like to call it the first-person view of a movie. Yeah. And you're kind of looking through 
It in the, is. HUD is holding the camera most of the different. time. Yes. So I, I liken it to like, you know, when you play Call of Duty and you've yeah. got your point of view and you're yeah. seeing everything around you, it's it's like that. And then you get killed and you see that person's point of view. <laughs> so there are multiple angles. That's, that's right. You yeah. never get killed, of course. So no, that's... That. <laughs> So this was, uh, like I said, the first footy, first person experience. Some of the footage in the movie was actually shot by the actors. Right. So they said, hey, you, you hold the camera for a bit, you do it. Uh, More information about it with the sort of camera they use. But the running time of the movie, interestingly, without credits, 80 minutes. Yeah, because oh, you know me, I love a short movie. You do, I knew and you'd I'm, like that I'm one. I'm looking at this like 10 minutes to go and I'm like, and then it ended. It's like there's a yeah. really long credit roll. Well, it's it's odd that the well, if the 80 minute time limit, that's actually the length of running time for a mini DV tape. Remember the mini tapes they said? That's the exact run time. So that it couldn't common be format. Apart. Wow. Yeah, common format used on the camcorder. That's like saying back in the minute. day you got a 180 minute uh, VHS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you'd have to swap tapes if it was longer than 80 yeah. minutes. So yeah. They they contained it. Love the it. The title of the movie was initially a code name, Cloverfield. It was actually named after Cloverfield Boulevard in Santa Monica, where the bad Robert bad robot production offices are located. Oh right. So that's where they are. Uh, there are, and uh, so this is was a I think really took people by surprise. It was. It was an ex. It was. I, I liken it to an experience. Like you, you're put in their shoes. Because so, I can imagine the trailer, you know, contained this footage. Super secret. Yes. But, but you wouldn't have expected. No. The, to sit they, down and watch 80 minutes of. Yeah. Found footage. That's right. It was. It was one of the. I think the the trailer caused so much buzz that they had to actually contain that. They didn't want to give too much away. Right. It's sort of, you know, when you've seen the movie, you know why, but it was it was something that they thought, well, wow, we're onto something here, but we need, we can't we can't give away too much in the trailer yeah. and do too much before it. So did you have any impressions of this? Had you heard of this before last this week? This fits into the category of, I'm sorry, <laughs> is that a movie? The best movie you've never seen. Yeah, I've never yeah. best movies I've never heard of. Okay. So the word Cloverfield, if you said that to me, I would have said, is that a... Uh, is that a game? Uh, is that a place? So, yeah, no, I didn't know it was a movie. Well, interestingly, during the first weekend of the release, there were signs posted in theatres warning guests, and I worried about you about this, that you may have uh, motion sickness from right. the handheld camera movement. Were you 85 okay? 85-inch high sense, were mate. You okay? I have no such issues. <laughs> you were good, yeah, but uh, there was, they did post some If it signs. was in a VR headset, I'd be lost, but no, it was yeah, okay. Yeah, true. Uh, and as of... January last year, they had announced that a direct sequel of this movie was in development. Really? There have been two sort of unrelated sequels to this. There's been uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane, which was a, a sequel basically set in a basement. John Goodman's this, this maniac who's got a couple of people in the basement. They're talking about stuff, and the very end of the movie, you, you see a few things. But there was another one called The Cloverfield Paradox that was actually released directly to Netflix. But... I've watched both the sequels. The middle sequel was all right. It's a, like a self-contained movie on its own. You don't really right. need to serve know right. the first one. But, is, but there are relationships. It does very, very back. minor. Okay, hardly any. It, it's if you're a fan of this movie and you think, oh, I've got to watch the sequels to find out more, you're going to be disappointed. Because I can imagine, we'll maybe get into this later, but I can imagine a sequel being actually a parallel, like it's just someone yeah, else's like point someone of view. else experience. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There was millions of people. Well, yeah. why not? And it's one of those movies too, and you'll discover during our discussion here where you do notice things multiple after multiple viewings, like right. I have. So, uh, 
I look forward to it. Yeah. Well, this is your last exit before the freeway. If you haven't seen Cloverfield, you can catch it on Fetch. As we do each and every week, we uh, we look up our Fetch box. You, if you've got a voice remote, you press the voice button and just speak to your Fetch. Whether it's to change channels, change the volume, or search for a movie or an actor, it's all done by voice with the voice remote on the latest Fetch boxes. The Fetch Mini, the Fetch Mighty, they both have the capabilities. It's an awesome feature because... Let's all admit that using a, a standard remote control with a number pad and everything, it's difficult to type. Whether you're on Netflix, Stan, or on the Fetch interface, typing using a non-physical uh, keyboard is difficult. So use the voice remote, search for anything, and as we've said heaps of times, search for a show, and it'll tell you where you can watch it. It won't force you to rent or buy it, because if you've got a subscription that'll get you that movie, you'll be able to watch it right there on your Fetch box. It's a great all-in-one entertainment device for you. Uh, check out Fetch at uh, major internet providers and, of course, uh, major retailers and fetchtv.com.au. All righty. I'm very, um, really looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this one. What you, You've seen the movie now, and I, and I love the fact that you just didn't know what to expect. You, yeah. you went in cold. What are your impressions now? So my impressions are that I was blown away that you could go start to finish in this point of view. Like, yeah. that's that to me is remarkable. I kept going, kept thinking to myself, when are they going to switch to, you know, a different style? And it didn't grate on me. So the, the format didn't didn't upset me. Um, it made sense throughout. Obviously, there's yep. some there's some moments where you kind of go, hang on a minute. So we'll, we'll cover that later. Yeah. But uh, you know what? I quite enjoyed the concept. Yeah. I quite enjoyed the concept. I have no issue with, with thinking that there could be a sequel in that sense, you yeah. know. I think it was well, like really well executed. Yeah. That's actually a and really good point. You could you could have it like a. That's what I like about this movie. It's quite a personal little story. Yes, it's the story amid, of a few people amidst a massive backdrop of something yeah. massive happening. Yeah. yeah, and so like for example, and you could overlap too. You could have other yeah. existing characters see another side of their story. But you know, and we'll get to it in in the full run through. But I probably was most impressed with the fact they were able to bring unbelievable CGI into. Mm. Uh, handy cam shaken experience that's yeah. so that mate they did a great job they did well it was that, a, that's it impressive was... plus 80 something minutes hello yeah. I'm all over <laughs> it short and sharp well that's that's why I've seen it so many times because you can just bang it out in 80 minutes you yeah, can easily true. watch it yeah. I saw it in the theatre of course what when it shock. first came out and I was stunned it was it was just Is it something one of those you movies don't expect when you're walking out yeah, everyone. You know, well, it's yeah. not just you and your mates talking. Yeah. It's everyone talking. Yeah, amongst I, I was exhausted after watching the cinema because you you, you're kind of on the ride with them. You know, you, it's like you're there with them. Yeah, it's not like. And I think too that this sort of movie, like this, this is basically a monster attack city movie, right? Yep. Told any other way, I don't think it would have been as effective. Yeah. I think less. The less is more approach. It's like Jaws. You know, in Jaws, how you don't see the shark for the first hour, but you know it's there. Yeah. This was similar. You see glimpses of this creature yeah. and the effects of it. I reckon that added to it. Yeah, you do get catch. You know, later in the movie, you see a lot more of it. But it was the especially the beginning where you see these little glimpses of this thing behind a building, and you see a flash of something there, and all those well, little. Well, my effects. read on that is actually in the similar vein to Jaws. It's the the town people in Jaws had never seen it. Yeah. Only a few people had. And in this case, they're in Upper Manhattan, for example, and the and the monsters down. Yeah. They, they wouldn't have seen it. It would have been word of mouth. It would have been. Yeah. Oh my god! I glimpsed something. So I made it was that that part was of it powerful. is executed really well. Yeah, I really like that. Let's talk cast. Uh, not a lot of big names in the movie. You probably didn't know, recognize Only many of the actors. The bloke from Silicon Valley. Yes, uh, that's uh, T.J. Miller. Yeah. You might have also recognized Lizzie Kaplan. She was Marlena. She was the one 
who uh, she was in Masters of Sex, New Girl, and she's filming now the Fatal Attraction TV series. Never heard of her. Uh, I just watched her a TV interview she did the other day. Michael Stahl David played Rob Hawkins. He was in Narcos, and he was also in that TV show Person of Interest. Did you okay. ever watch that show, no. Person of Interest? Mike Vogel played Jason Hawkins, his brother. He was in a movie called The Help and another teen movie called She's Out of My League. TJ Miller, as you recognise, played HUD, and he was in Silicon Valley. He was also in Deadpool. Have you seen Deadpool? Yes, yeah. He was in that. TJ Miller. News, I enjoyed Deadpool. Deadpool's great. Yeah. Funny movie. Uh, TJ Miller, he's a stand-up comedian, right? Mm. And he was, everyone's thinking, why would you give this role to a stand-up comedian? And I reckon, and on this view, this, I've watched it a few couple of times last week for the show. I didn't realise how funny it was in parts. Yeah, yeah. He brings a bit of humour to it. Yes. And the reason he was chosen, because they wanted his added sense of humour but they also wanted him to improvise a bit as well. Yeah, right. So they, they saw, like, like especially at the party. party. Yes. Yeah, so he you really need there were a that. lot of those moments. And also, the way I looked at it was, because I knew he was that kind of character, was in this, in every group, you know, you've got those kind of personalities. Yeah. And if you'd had a bunch of stiffs, it kind of wouldn't yeah. work. So no, I think, I, I think great they, casting. The, they, they did play well off each other. In, in, in one example, in originally, you know, Lily, when she gives the testimonial to Rob, it was going to be a straight testimonial, but uh, the director thought, you know, he 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 liked the fact that it was a, a a movie that was different to any other movie. He thought the the scene should be where with Miller throwing just random random lines at her, yeah. and it added it. She sort of thinking on her feet. It, it was a bit more natural, right? Don't you think? Yeah, very cool. All right, before we get to the run through, let's talk about our other great sponsor, and that is High Sense. And Trevor mentioned he does. Uh, he did watch this movie on an eighty-five inch TV at High Sense TV. You can experience an eighty-five inch High Sense for yourself. Their UHD 4K TV series is actually available in sizes as small as 43-inch, but goes all the way up to 85-inch. And our motto around here is go big or go home, and Hisense can help you do that. The 4K TV series, the UHD series, has a 4K AI upscaler. So if you're watching standard definition content or YouTube, it can actually upscale using artificial intelligence so that you're, the quality of what you're watching is near 4K quality. Now, this is a TV also, apart from coming in a big size, has Dolby Vision. Dolby Vision is high dynamic range. A lot of the latest films and TV shows on the streaming services and released in cinemas uh, come to disc on Dolby Vision and the streaming services with Dolby Vision, and that adds amazing contrast. So you see the difference with 4K with that high dynamic range and the high sense TVs can handle it. The other Dolby involved is Dolby Atmos, and that is a sound format that allows you to hear sound coming from all parts of the room, and they're all originating from the television. So it does give you the impression of sounds to your left, to your right, even above you and behind you. So really, really great experience it provides there as well. And if you're into your games, gaming is also, uh, you're, you're, you're catered right there if you're a gamer. 85-inch TV, if you've got the latest platforms, the PS5 or the Xbox, the Xbox consoles, you are going to also enjoy a fantastic experience. It does have all the features that makes your gaming even better. And it also has the VDAR U5 Smart TV Operating System. 
Now, this is the software that runs the TV, and it makes it really easy to operate, really easy to get to your to your content, suggests all the latest programs, picks up where you left off your programs as well. No matter what streaming service you've signed into, it can give you all those recommendations and allow you to get to what you want to watch straight away. And you know what? The Hisense TV, one of the only TVs that come with a three-year warranty. So they back their product, and that gives you added peace of mind if you do want to invest in a Hisense TV. Do yourself a favor. Head down to your store. Stand in front of a Hisense TV. Don't take our word for it. You take a look for yourself or visit the website, hisense.com.au. Let's hit record. I use, <laughs> yeah, oh, have you got the camera? Trying, I was trying to, yeah, yeah. I was trying to get to the camcorder mode. We've already hit record. I actually looked down yeah, to make no. sure we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find the start of this interesting where it just opened on a test pattern? You thought you probably thought, oh, my God, what's Fennec got me watching here? Um, what were you thinking here when you saw the test initial, pattern? My initial thought here was, I don't know how, how long I would have lasted yeah. without going, is everything all right? Uh, so you thought there was something like in wrong a, with the movie? No, in a streaming world, I knew that the, you know there's it's the clock's ticking. Yeah, right. Like the 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 scroll bar is ticking, right? Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I knew it was okay, but I imagined sitting in a movie going, "What what the hell's going on what here? What is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I I actually think they they I, I assume they tested things like what are people's essentially attention spans around you know, thinking there's a problem because it was yeah. like, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, and then boom, they, oh, yeah, they put changes, something else yeah. up. Well, what a cha- it's changed to the, did you see the watermark said property of the US government, do not duplicate? Yeah. Then it also said multiple sightings of case designate Cloverfield. Right. And the other screen that got me was it said camera from area formerly known as Central Park. Yeah, that, that so immediately you're thinking, like, whoa, what? what's, what's going on here? So there hasn't even been any people on the screen and you're already thinking, what, what, am I, what is what, this? How is Central Park not known as that anymore? Yeah. Uh, the next thing we see, though, is the, well, the footage again. So someone's filming something yes. in this luxurious apartment overlooking, apartment overlooking Central Park. Struggling. Did you see the timestamp? April 27th. Yeah. Now, I'll yeah. say straight up, I struggled with the timestamp because I didn't yeah. pay enough attention to it because okay. it, it flicked back and forward. It bounces and I between April and May. Yeah, uh, April We'll 27th. talk about why it bounces yes, back later yes. on. but. Yeah, April and May, April and May, because there was a point where I go, hang on a minute, was that the same month and different dates? I was going, is it 22nd and 27th of the same month? So I struggled with that until yeah. actually later in the movie when it did the flashbacks. You understood, yeah. That yeah, made right. me understand, yeah. So this was April 27, and uh, we find out we're at Beth's dad's place. He's doing very well. He's got an apartment overlooking Central Park and Columbus Circle. Yep. And then uh, the camera ventures into the bedroom. <sighs> Nothing. Nothing. Oh, she's shy. Oh, I could just see this ending up on the internet. <laughs> I'm fine. Cover up. See if I care. I'm interested in other things. Like what? So they're eating breakfast in bed, and the conversation turns to the fact that she's never been to Coney Island. Mm. And that plays a part later in the movie, where you see the rest of this tape cuts between them on their way to Coney Island. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we established that. Next thing we see, the tapes move forward to May 22nd. Yes. Now, this is just randomly on the street, and we get the sense that, okay, we're going to be watching this movie through a camcorder. Uh, is this thing on? Look out! Babe, it's on my camera. I don't know if it's the on button or the zoom button. All right, here, here, I think I got it. Is this on? Oh, perfect. Now we can have a nice record of you getting run over. Is that funny? <laughs> <laughs> So you're immediately thinking, right, so we've moved forward to May 22nd. 
We established the fact that there is some sort of celebration going to be happening. She's yep. going to the store. She's got the two bags carrying all by herself. They, she gives up the fact, look, he's your brother. We've been planning this for two weeks. And she says to him, it's your, your, yeah. your job is to get testimonials from yes. everyone. You've got the camera. I want to record I want to record yes. this. Ask everyone what they're thinking. Yes. I love the fact that when they get to the apartment, <laughs> he immediately delegates the job. Uh, I already got a job. I'm yeah, doing no, the sign. I, I so. see that, but this is more important than the sign. Um, you know how, like, at weddings, people give testimonials to the camera, right? No. <laughs> All right. You're going to take the camera and just, you know, go around the party and film people wishing Rob good luck. I don't know, man. That's a lot oh, of responsibility, Jason. And then you have to do the And Marlena's going to be here. <laughs> she is? Oh, yeah, she is. So you're going to take that uh, and on. you're going to talk to her. I didn't, for Rob. I didn't say I would do it. So did you get the fact yeah. that he's got the something for there, Marlena? There was this, there was this moment where <laughs> that's the trigger word for him. Okay, yeah. I'll do whatever you say. So he Marlena's likes Marlena. Um, interestingly, funny thing, you know, you, we're seeing this uh, through this camcorder. That was the sequences in the apartment were filmed using a $1,500 Panasonic HVX200 prosumer level handycam. Right. Looked pretty good, didn't it? It looked great. But, um, but the yeah. thing is, that's the thing. It didn't need to look amazing. That's yeah. the whole purpose. Well, what they did, because they, they took it, they thought it was going to look terrible. They took it from tape, transferred it to film, and they were worried because it ended up looking too good. They thought, this looks amazing. Yeah. And they, they didn't want to sort of break that perspective of you thinking you're watching a camcorder. So they, 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 the only concern was that it was looking too good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, uh, the party, people are starting to show up at the party now. And Hud is... Uh, I love it when she comes up to Hud and goes, what are you doing? <laughs> he goes, oh, I'm taking testimonials. Yeah. She's like, I asked she's him to do that. <laughs> and, so uh, good. I love the fact where he says to her, he goes, why don't you do your testimony right now? And I love she's talking away and Marlena's in the background. And he, just, and he suddenly just he pans across to her. her. <laughs> he goes, you're not even paying attention to me. He goes, yeah, I am. Sorry. <laughs> then he gets up the courage, though, to ask Marlena for her testimony. Okay, cool. So I'm supposed to get everybody. So, um, have you ever been to a wedding? Yeah. So a lot of times no, I wedding... get what you're doing. I just, I don't want to do it, but thank you. Okay, cool. We'll just do a short one real quick. <laughs> See, now, we talk a lot about exposition, right? Yep. The start of a movie, trying yep. to unpack who's what and what's what's where. Such a great way to do it. Yeah. In a party. Yeah. Um, and they're all saying, oh, congratulations on your promotion. You've, yeah. You're going you to learn, Japan. You learn a lot through the testimonials. Yes. You learn a lot through hard, you know, talking to Marlena. There's yeah. a few things you learn there. Like that she's really not, you know, closely involved here. You know, she's yeah. like, oh, this is not. She, she's like, friends with, it'd be like she's friends with Lily. Yeah. It'd be like if, like I know your family well, right? Yeah. But if I went to. Aaron's wedding. Yeah. I don't know that it'd be appropriate for me to do a testimonial. Yeah, I don't right. know him that well. Okay. Do you know what you I mean? Know something I don't know. <laughs> ah, well, I'm just saying. It's coming. But do you know what I mean? That's yeah, that's the sense you got. Yeah, she's sort of she's not in the circle yeah, of the friends. Yeah, exactly. Right. She's a bit of an outsider. Yeah. I love the fact too that it's like a little bit of a surprise party when Rob arrives. Surprise! Surprise! Yeah. No, no, no. Very sweet, so thank you. Lily, 
was everyone. It was everyone. No, thank you, everyone. Thank you. It's, uh, no, it means a lot. So that's it. That's all I got. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, did you notice the little cameras filming? There was a little Nokia yeah, phone. A little, yeah, yeah. Remember that camera? Yeah, Remember yeah, that yeah. phone? So what I loved about that scene, and, and you pick it up throughout the whole thing, is yep. the audio mix. Yes. Because they, you know, HUD is holding the camera. So yeah. his little jibes, his little comments are uh, elevated there, there, yeah. because they're right next to the mic of yeah. the camera. I, like that kind of detail is what makes this work. Absolutely. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because if you shoot it like this, yeah. but then use a normal traditional audio to you know yeah. elevate the speaker, it, it dies. So Absolutely. I think that would have been tough though. Can you imagine sitting there going... But it doesn't. There'd be people going. But what about that? And you're like, that's yeah. how it would sound. Yeah, no, I, I, like I agree. That. Yeah, and it sort of will. Well, I like it picks up the sound when it needs to. Like, and there, there's parts later that we'll talk about yeah. where you hear things in the background. And to but your you're right, point, Hud, Hud is like the narrator because he's got the camera in yeah, his hand. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But to your point about the the Nokia, I looked yeah. at that and went, so are we going to get that vision? Yeah, but you right. don't really realize until the end why you don't. But yes. I, I wonder whether or not, if you look at this as a US government footage thing, yeah. whether or not it could have been used. You know, you could, you yeah. know, they might have gathered other. Well, this so was the, that's the tape that they had. But um, yeah. I do like when HUD says, Oh, were you surprised? Can you do. He was, because <laughs> he's, he's thinking, oh, I've got to document this. And he says, Describe your current emotions <laughs> to the camera. But then uh, we, we find that. Rob has another interest. Hey, hi. Uh, do you have Beth coming tonight? Um, yeah, I guess. I'm sure Lily invited her. Why wouldn't she be here? So we know that Beth is that was the girl at the start. This of the takes movie. a lot to yeah. unpack. Well, yeah. I don't think we know that at this point. Well, I'll be honest with you. No. Yeah. Okay. You don't. Yeah. I mean, no. You, she says no. He says Beth's dad's okay. apartment. Yeah. At I the understand, start. I yeah. understand that. But yeah. when you're watching it for the first time, yes, that stuff. The connection's is not there for over. Her. Okay. That stuff is okay. glossed over. It yep. took me. Until uh, essentially, we'll get to it with the, with the argument, right? To realize that, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, there's, there's those linkages that you don't do you, do you like absolutely get first. Hud's time. got the camera and he's filming a woman who's passed out. He films a woman, I think, almost down a, down a dress. So he's having a, it he's is, having a fun it is time through the eyes of Hud. Let's absolutely be right. But then we see that Beth has arrived uh, and she's not alone. Um, I, I missed um, your surprise. Oh, it's I'm okay. Sorry. Well, we had to take care of No, it's, it's um, fantastic. <laughs> Rob, this is Travis. Hi. Hi. Oh, Travis. a pleasure. I've heard a lot about you. Congratulations, <clears throat> by thank the way, you. Vice President. That's fantastic. Yeah, thank you. That's really amazing. Um, should we? Yeah, there's a. So that was awkward. Yeah. Because Beth's walked in with some other dude named because Travis. He's asked about Beth. Yeah. So when she comes in with someone else, you're immediately like, oh, man, who's yeah, this? Yeah, Rob's shattered. You see yeah. uh, straight away he's shattered. Yeah. yeah. And Hud is filming Beth. Like he's like and he's becoming a pest at this he point. He is a little bit, yeah. But I love how when he when he's filming Rob again, he asks him about the tape. Hey, is everything cool, man? Yeah, everything's cool. Okay. Because uh, you've been over here kind of... Is that my camera? I don't know, your brother did it. Did, did you switch the tape? Because I had a tape in there. I don't know. Was... Probably coasters are fine, but like any kind of teacupy thing. The tape was in here when I got it. Why? Rob, why? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's stupid. Uh, hey, are you sure you're cool? Because you're really weirding me out. Like we haven't been hanging out or anything. So, did, 
in the so middle of that, that in the middle of that a cut back to Beth and yeah. Rob. So it wasn't this time, but it was the next time that I realised this is old school. This is for people who are yeah. younger generation than us. You wouldn't realise, but when you, you tape over when you were taping something and you taped over something else, if you were to stop the recording and then restart the recording, you would probably skip a few frames. Yeah. And that's what we what are littered throughout this thing is. Comes through. And now you realise we've got these two storylines running in parallel. Yeah. One of them is, what are we saying, April 27, the other April one's May 22 May or something 22, like that. Yeah. May 22 and, is the current one. April and, 27 is the other one. And we only see glimpses of, of yeah. April because yep. HUD stops recording. And it doesn't happen a lot, but it happens enough for you to really make that connection that not only is this, you know, a recording over top of recording, but it's... I think the point it's trying to make Those is glimpses, it's, it's, yeah. an ara- it's the racing of memory. Yeah. I think that's... And also comes into play after what happens, but you see that Rob and Beth, there's a, they've got a, there's a bond, there's a special yeah. bond there. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of Beth, uh, HUD heads over to Beth and asks her to, for her testimonial. Okay, um, let's, right here, I don't... No, we can do it in the kitchen. Okay, perfect. Okay. Okay. Rob, I didn't want to do this on camera, but um, I just, I just want you to know how happy I am for you, because I know how hard you've worked for this job, and I know how much it means to you, and and I'm really gonna miss you. Hey, talk to you for a second. So, so that was Rob at the end of that grabbing yep, her. In. And now don't you love how they've gone outside and HUD follows with the camera and picks up this. You never even called me, Rob. You go and bring some guy to my party. You haven't talked to me in weeks. So it's it's almost this sort of voyeuristic sort of yeah. his glimpse. He's filming them when also, yeah, they obviously wouldn't want to do HUD has no perception of what he should <laughs> and shouldn't be doing. But anyway. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? Crazy. But there seems to be this tension about, oh, you bring a guy to me. And she says, you haven't contacted me. Yeah. And so where do, they don't know well, kind of where expect? they stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, they're asking Lily, though, like, what's happened? What, what are you doing? And she says, look, I'll tell you, but as long as you promise, don't don't film this. Yeah. So he puts the camera down. It's still running. And she says, oh, they uh, Rob and Beth slept together a few weeks earlier. And so what does HUD, what does HUD do? Tell Straight away, everyone. he goes, hey, don't tell anyone, but Rob and Beth totally slept together. <laughs> so Rob, Rob's spreading the word. He, and he uh, does it not just a one or two. He does it uh, pretty he tells much. Everyone. You can assume he tells everyone. The but place. Hart is also obsessed with Marlena, don't forget. And he's filming her secretly also. Yeah. Cre- creepy. Um, but he's, he sees, Rob sees Beth leaving. This is a great line. Now, this is, uh, look, I think he, he, he regrets this later, but this is what he has to say when Beth leaves. Good luck in Japan. Good luck tonight, Travis. Oh, his that was that was a bit of a low blow, you reckon, mate? Yeah. Now, the this is the point where the brother, uh, which is Jason, and Hud, his best friend, Lily says, "Look, go. I don't know what's wrong with Rob. Just go talk to him." Before we talk about that scene, though, I just want to let you know the opening scenes of that party yep. when they were filmed, yep. they were filmed without music. So they mm. shot it without music. The guests were in the background pretending to talk to one and another. Throw it underneath. Music was added in post-production. Nice. Yeah, so they could actually, you could hear it properly. I, you know, and I think uh, inside baseball, I think the reason for that is quite simple. Yeah. Editing. 
course. Like if you want you want yeah. one music track because it's a constant track. This is a this is they meant to be a recording. Chop it. Yeah, yeah. This means they can cut and chop as they like. Absolutely and right. And then run the music track, which which actually gives the tape the consistency that it needs. Yeah. Because without that consistency, you don't believe that it's one yeah. shot. Whereas so you, you when, really do. So when you watch it, you thought, oh, they're doing this live. I, mean, you know, uh, I, didn't, I didn't believe that to be true. Yeah, but right. it, it, I actually thought what you were going to say then was, I thought you were going to say, would you believe it You know, it was all shot in you know three hours or something. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. the party scene. Right. Anyway, we're on the roof now and uh, they're talking to Rob and he's uh, given his reasons about why he may, he didn't contact her. You don't know what you're talking okay, about, well, all right? It was just a spur-of-the-moment thing. But Beth told Lori that after you guys got together, you totally blew her off. I didn't blow her she off. She said you never called her. I'm leaving, all right? So what am I supposed to do? I don't know, man. She was heartbroken. But there's no together. It's just her and me, two separate things. It's better if we just stay friends. Uh, it's at this point, just before hell, all hell breaks loose. Yeah. And it's at this point where the brother says something to him now that when... As many times I've seen it now, I'm thinking, yeah, okay, that's exactly what he does. And he says to him, you have to go after her. Yeah. And that's exactly what he does later on in the movie. Yeah, that's right. Um, and he says it's all about moments, moments you've got to take yeah. advantage of. Which also, for me, is a push towards the way this is produced. Yeah. Those moments that appear. Yeah. The flickering of the flashbacks. But then they're on the roof and uh, this happens. Get the world and hang on to the people that you care about the most. Oh, oh, oh God. Oh, God. Oh, oh, my God. What the hell was that? Oh, oh. So that, what did Pretty you think here? Like, oh, I, I really like the, yeah, you see the camera sort of pops up and sees the skyline and you see all the buildings blacking out. Mm. So all the buildings going dark yeah. and obviously a bit of shaking going yep. on. So it's, Immediate thought is earthquake. Thinking, okay, earthquake. There was the blackout. Felt like an earthquake. But here's, here's the clever part here. They go back downstairs again and they just happen to turn on the TV and they, he tells everyone, okay, shut up. We'll listen to this. Oh, wait, here we go. Here we go. Here we oh, go. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Shut up, shut up, shut up. Guys, come on. Minutes after word of a possible earthquake in lower Manhattan nearby in New York Harbor, we're getting word of an oil tanker capsizing in the middle of the harbour near the Statue of Liberty. Which makes no sense, right? Mm. It's an earthquake. Yeah, there's waves. Yeah. But an oil tanker turning over, that makes no yeah. sense. The, well, they've got this very sketchy information they've yeah. got. They but decide, I've say, though. But I've got to say, yeah. the idea of running downstairs and turning on the TV, I think that's legit. Like, that's yeah, exactly course. what you do. Well, you got to remember, this, it, is, oh, this isn't kind of looking up on Twitter and looking on the internet no, no, about no. what happened. This is kind of an earlier time where Absolutely. they didn't have iPhones and I stuff. Think, I think yeah. you still would today. But I think, again, yeah. it goes to the idea of how do we introduce this whole storyline? How do we expose the the whole concept of this mm. incident slash turning to monster soon, mm. like without having to shoot it from another angle? Yeah. So you put it on the TV. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's bloody genius. Very, very well done. Uh, so they decide, though, to go back to the roof. Strange. And uh, they think, okay, maybe we can see what, because they think oh, okay, yeah. Statue of Liberty, Cap, they think, well, it's not an earthquake. They yeah. go back up to the roof to see what's what. Yeah. And lo and behold, there's more tremors, but they hear an explosion and then the camera whips around to the city skyline and there's like this big flame, big explosion. Ball of flame kind of thing. And, and, and like almost like projectiles heading their way. Yeah. And then they all panic and head downstairs again. 
So they all run downstairs, mass confusion, camera's still running. Yeah. Do you love this when they this is a great shot when they walk out, they're sort of the camera's tight on the people walking out the doorway and then it opens up to the street and there's people running everywhere, panicking. Yeah. That was really well done. How so the, the city's in panic now. Yeah. Um in the street again, now this gets me every time I watch this. Yes. You hear this loud sound and something, this object hitting the buildings and smashing down the streets. And landing in front of them. And it's the body head of the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> it's the head of the Statue of Liberty. Did you notice closely there was all claw marks and yes. scratches in it? Yes. You're thinking, what is going on? Like what has just Now, happened? the head of the Statue of Liberty is actually shown about 50% larger than it actually is. I was going to say, because it's actually yeah. quite a small thing. Yeah, so they, they, they wanted that. They firstly, need, you needed the effect. It needed a bit more impact, so they decided... The uh, the CG supervisor said that many people imagine the head being much bigger than it actually is, but the size was actually when they first, if they wanted to do it to scale, people think that's too small. Yeah. So they actually made it larger than it was Fair than enough. It originally. Good was. decision. Yeah, um, that the the decapitated head of the Statue of Liberty was also inspired by another movie, the poster. If you look at the poster for Escape from New York, right, with Kurt Russell, that was released in nineteen ninety one. Long story short, Manhattan is turned into a maximum security prison, and and Kurt Russell's mission is to go in and rescue the president who crashed there to bring him out. Right. And the poster shows the the head of the Statue of Liberty on the ground behind them, right. and that's where they got the idea from. They were inspired okay. by that. Yep. Yeah, this we'll, is the we'll bit. That too. This movie. is the bit though that I, it it really shook me a bit here because they're uh, they're in the street, a building collapses. Yes, they run into a cafe or a, or a little bodega or something. Yeah, little convenience store. Very new, a bodega, mate. Really a bodega, York. okay. That's what they yeah. call them. Is that right? Yeah, a bodega. Absolutely. So it sounds Spanish. Don't, haven't you ever heard them say no. that in even Seinfeld? I'm pretty sure they say really? that. Really? Okay. Anyway, I'll they, take they're in there, and and then and then the the scenes. Are remarkably 9/11. Absolutely. Like yeah, I've got to yeah. say, like the dust, the smoke cloud going past. When the shop. was this made? 2008. 2008. So it was after like, 9/11. I got to say, anyone that was on the ground in Manhattan at that point uh, would have shook a bit watching this, don't you? Because it was okay? very real. Oh yeah. It was in, clearly inspired by that. You know, let's cover oh, them in sure. dust and yeah. Like man, that well, was. That's that what was would hard. happen if a building collapses. It causes a lot of dust oh, and smoke. And we absolutely, one hundred percent know that. But so it, was it just felt Realism. so real, mate. It really yeah. did. Yeah, I do. I do love the fact that they run into the store, and I, I think I wrote in my notes, it's like nine eleven. You're right. Yeah. Um, but we hear from HUD as well, and he's thinking, you know what? He he thinks he saw something. <laughs> Rob, hey, Rob, I saw it. Rob, 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 I saw it. It's alive. Because remember just before this, the camera shows flashes of movement between the buildings. You think, what is that? You can't make it out. So you're thinking, what the hell is that? And So that that intrigued me right away. Uh, So their their decision is, I think, uh, Jason says, let's let's go outside. And they say, no, don't go outside. But the, they do go outside. There's dust and debris, flames happening, sounds off in the distance, wrecks, wrecked, wrecked cars. Um, and then he says, look, I've got it on tape. Let's rewind it yeah. and see what the hell it is. Um, so they decide to do that. Um, they, they're saying, look, what are we going to do here? Where, what do we do? Where do we go? This, this makes no sense. We, need to, we, we don't know what we saw. So they make the decision. They think, you know what we need to do? We need to get the hell out of here. Guys. All right, come on, just shut up. 
Right? We don't know what we saw. The point is, it's still here. All right? So we get the hell out of Manhattan. Now. So they decide. Where do they go? Earliest, uh, closest Brooklyn point of Bridge. exit? Brooklyn Bridge. Have you yeah. walked over the Brooklyn Bridge? Yeah. So I've walked this many times myself. And there, we're getting out of here. Marlena appears concussed. Yeah. sort of a little bit out of it. Um, they're asking, is anyone's phone working? I yeah. love this bit where the paramedics are in the street. So enough time has passed for them to, paramedics have already set up, people are injured. Yes. Um, Chaos everywhere, and the bloke says there's a policeman on the street. They go, "Do you know what? Do you know what happened?" He goes, "Look, if you're not injured, just keep moving." And so you're thinking, "Okay, what's going on?" You don't yeah. know. So it's still building up here. They get to the Brooklyn Bridge, and it says, "Do not stop, keep moving." I love how they flash back to the financial district. You know, when you walk over the Brooklyn Bridge yeah. to your right, on back, if you're looking back to your right, that's Wall Street, the financial yeah. district, and there was a, an air section of that. That was on fire. On fire. So yeah. you're thinking something's doing there. Um, still filming. And uh, the, Rob asked him, he, goes, he in fact asked if you're still filming. And this is HUD's reply. You still filming? Yeah. People are going to want to know how it all went down. So that, that was a crucial line, eh? Yeah, how, I think. That, how it all went down. That's so why he kept filming the whole it's time. It's funny because you don't, HUD doesn't strike you as that kind of person. Originally, he says, you know, I'm. I'm Capturing the night or yeah, uh, documenting, documenting the night or something. Yeah. Um, but then he, he moves to this whole, hang on a minute, this is like... People are going to want to know got, how this happened. We've got to record this, which so is that, obviously uh, quite a compelling that thing. That kind of explains his commitment to do it. Like yeah, you, because at some you, point you, you go, you, mate, you, come on. Yeah, you got a fair, it's a fair point to say, mate, put the freaking camera down and just save yourself. Yes. So that, I think, justifies the fact why he's got the camera yeah. on the whole time. Yeah. Um, but then we hear uh, Beth gets Beth calls Rob. So Rob's phone rings. People need to see this, you know? This is going to be important. People are going to watch this. Hello, Beth. Rob. Beth. Beth, I've been trying to reach you. Are you okay? Sorry. Hello? Wait a second, you guys. Hey, Lily, stop. I'm sorry. It's really loud here. Can you speak up? Lily. What? Rob got a hold of Beth. So let me explain what happens here, okay? Mm. Jason and Lily have walked ahead. Yep. So they're like... They're a bit separated say, 20, in a very packed crowd. Yeah, so they're like 20 metres, 30 metres ahead of him. Yep. Rob stopped when he got the call. Yes. So Rob's back here. Lily's sort of in between. Hud's with Rob. And this is the point where the bridge starts to shake and rock. Mm. And... People, we're thinking, hang on, what, what's happening Jason here? Jason climbs up so that he can... He, can, he, yeah, he sort he, of looks back to, to signal. Wave at him, yeah. And then they yell out, Jason, watch out. And then this something just comes down and crashes through the bridge. And the, the bridge starts collapsing around It looks around like a big them. lizard tail to me. It yeah. Felt very it's like an arm or a tail right. or something yeah. Yeah. has just crashed through the bridge. And it's all collapsing around them. Now... They appear to the, get off very easily. Well, uh, it was originally the intention here was for the Brooklyn Bridge to be destroyed by one of the monster's hands, but they decide that they said they didn't want it to seem too deliberate, so they they changed it to his tail destroying the bridge, which would seem more accidental. Right. So rather than him intentionally just smashing the bridge down, yeah, his tail went through the bridge, and that's what happened. And they yeah. they run like hell. They get back into Manhattan. 
Lily and Marlena and Rob. Though, did you like how they regrouped? I don't Sephora. know whether this was a paid paid thing. Yeah, it was I, Sephora. Doesn't seem like a good my wife. Place, if that was my wife. She goes, "Oh, can we go just buy yeah. something while we're here?" It doesn't <laughs> seem like a good product placement. But yeah. <laughs> But, you know, like if that was a situation, there's a monster attacking the city, my wife would say, She's can we just shopping. go in and shop a little bit? Yeah, <laughs> same with Louis Vuitton. Yes. Um, so, and this is sort of the part where HUD's saying, look, mate, I'm so sorry about you. It's obviously Jason's dead. Yeah. So, and I'm so sorry about your brother. But Which he tells them. because yeah. I, at that point, thought, so I wonder if he survived and that's going to be part no, of the next story. hit him full on. You realise yeah. straight yeah. up, they're just, he's dead. They're killing yeah. him, he's yeah. gone, it's he's over. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Done deal. Um, but... He says to him, look, I know your brother's dead, but you know what we do? We've got to keep moving. we got to get out of here, man. Listen to me. we got, we got to get moving, man. we go to the Manhattan Bridge, you know? we got to get out of here. It's not safe here. Okay, we can go to the other side. We can try and get the Lincoln Tunnel. I don't know, man. I don't know. Dude, we got to get out of here. It's not safe here. And what does Rob, what does Rob do? Well, He's he sees a phone. He, sees he says, my battery's dead. Yeah, he sees a bunch of yeah. looting going on, doesn't he? Well, but then he immediately thinks, battery dead, I'm going there to get a battery. Yeah, because it's so like an electronic sort of thing. It's like a mini Best the road. Buy being looted. Yeah, it was sort of like a little electronic, like yeah. a little, like a, this is sort of pre-iPhone sort of time where it was... Like a little tandy. Little, um, yeah, they had like camera equipment and stuff in it, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, of course, HUD follows him into the store and... We see more TV reports. Hey, Rob, the store's closed, man. Rob, Rob. Apparently, the bridge was filled with pedestrians traveling across. It has collapsed. No word on injuries yet. Oh, God. Continue now with our breaking news story in Lower Manhattan. We are getting some truly extraordinary live images here in the studio. For those of you just joining us, Lower Manhattan is in an absolute state of siege. Oh. And what has been... So you see the military has been mm. mobilised. I like this bit where HUD goes out, because they're still in Lower Manhattan here. I'm assuming they're in Soho to start with. The right? Right. reason I say that is because they end up going to Spring Street Station. Yeah. So they're in that part of town. Yeah. So they're in lower, near lower, closer to lower Manhattan. Yeah. Um, so they're close to where this is all happening. And when HUD goes outside the store, films down what I'm assuming is Broadway. Broadway looking down towards City Hall and the financial yep. district. He sees, again, movement between the buildings, something like knocking against the building. And again, this glimpse, this this, this yeah. tantalising glimpse of you, you don't know what, what it is yet. Um, so... He says, Rob, look, we've got to go. Um, but another TV report, this is what I like. He sort of goes back in the store. This is when Rob's actually found the battery and he pans up to another TV showing another report. Donna Murtaugh is near the scene. What's going on? Approximately Tell us what it looks like on the ground It's astonishing. It's very, very so the piece is falling off actually little creatures yes and did you see on the TV footage one of them attacked a soldier yes and he's thinking holy hell What's going on here? Um, Rob tries to call Beth, Beth again. again. So uh, he uh, wants to hear from her. Come on, Just stop it, okay? Stop. Wait. Please keep it here. 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 Keep it here
So that was a message that he heard. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, I'm, I can't move. And you got to remember, she remember the apartment's in Columbus Circle. So mm. keep that in mind. Um, he says, look, I'm in the apartment. I can't move. I'm bleeding. Rob says, right, I'm coming. I'm yeah. on my way. I'm going. He makes that call. I'm and, going to get her. And he's, uh, his friends, though, think, well, hang on. That's that's the wrong way. What do, you, what do you mean? We can't be going up there. It's dangerous to go that way. No, we're not. You're not coming with me. Look, follow him with the military. Follow him with the crowd. Let them escort you out of here. Okay? Rob. I'm sorry. I got to go. Rob! 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 Wait a minute! Listen, one of us is going to have to tackle you, and that's going to be very uncomfortable for everybody involved. Listen, you can't talk me out of it, okay? Look at me. This is not me crazy, all right? I know what I'm doing. You can't talk me out of it, so turn around. I'm coming. Go. I'm, I'm coming with you. Really, you don't have to do that. No, I want to. I'm just... coming. Guys, did you not hear her message? But even if we get to Beth, there's a chance that she's already going to... Shut up. So he's thinking... He right. won't let anyone say that she could be dead. No one's talking him out of this. No. He's going. And I, I love the fact that he's, he's like, listen... This, I'm not crazy. I'm this not is crazy. not me crazy. Yeah. yeah. I'm, 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 know, I'm fully yeah. composed. This is what well, I'm doing. You, d- you don't actually know what sort of job he's got. He's obviously a vice president of some kind. He's an executive. So he's like an executive. So he's not. He's a smart guy yeah. who's got Pete like he's a leader. So you're thinking, okay, he's going to go. He's going to And they're going to go with him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you like this bit where they're going, they're walking in one direction, there's people running in the opposite, coming fr- in the opposite direction, mm. covered in blood. So you think something's happened up there. There's always a guy speaking a foreign language. I think in, I read in, I read somewhere that it was a guy speaking U- in Ukrainian, thinking okay, he can't find his daughter or something. He can't understand them. They see the creature ahead though. Did you like this bit where they're, they're kind of on their own, they're talking and then all of a sudden, Soldiers behind them fire missiles, yeah. and the creatures right there, right in the street, and they're smashing it, and they they hide behind the cars, thinking, "What the hell's happening?" That was pretty dramatic. Part it's there. pretty full on, and this yeah. is that. That's one of the first moments where you get you know, get a bit of a I glimpse. I know there's been a lot of CGI, but this to me starts to get where you realize, "Hang on a minute," you're like, "Hang on, I'm I'm watching a handy cam here." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it kind of is a realization that yep. they're doing all of this CGI and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he just happens to pan up at the a, right time. Yeah, in a handicap. It's, it's yeah, crazy. It's pretty good. But Rob calls out to him and says, "He tells Hardy, goes, look, go, let's go into the subway.' Yeah. So they decide, and that's where you see the sign Spring Street Station. Yeah, and you know, okay, that's in Soho. Yep. Spring Street Station. So they they run down there, and the the, the creature still, all the drama still going on above them. Uh, that you actually before they go into the station, this big foot lands near them, and you see a glimpse. You catch a glimpse of the creature's head yeah, as they're driving into the thing. You think, one what, ugly mofo. What the hell is that? So they go into the station. They're all they're all thinking, what what was that? And um, I think Rob was saying, look, why don't we just wait for a lull and we'll go back up there? Yes, what are you talking about? There's no lull. What do you mean? And uh, so they're sitting in the station, sort of t- having a rest. And this is a, this is another part that Tough. really yeah. he gets a call, and it's his mother. Yeah, and he she says he says he lies to her. He says, "Look, no, we're okay, Mum. We're being evacuated right now." And then he kind of catches himself and says, "Yeah, I've got I've got I've got to tell you, Jason Jason's dead. Yeah, Jason's dead." And that you're thinking, "Wow, what is what a, what a thing he's got to confess." Dead, yeah, yeah. Now, would you believe some narcs in the in the audience? We're thinking, how the hell does he have reception in the in the subway? Because at the time, the yeah, the, that kind of the coverage wasn't done. really yeah, that yeah, good. Yeah. It is good now, 
And like as recently as like five or six years ago, you couldn't use your phone underground. Yeah, right. So there were some narcs saying that, uh, how could you have done that? Get out anyway, yourselves. They're still waiting in the station. HUD decides to, to sidle up to Marlena. And uh, she says something like, I'm, I wasn't even supposed to be here yeah. tonight. So. Yeah. But then Rob comes to the realisation of where they are and what they can do. This is the six. Uh, Rob, I don't think the trains are running right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> the track, see? Look, Beth lives here, Columbus Circle, we can just walk down the six to Lexington and then walk down to the park south. walk in the tunnels? Either that or stay here. So they make the uh, the plan that the sixth, I'm assuming, is on the right. If you're looking at the map of Manhattan, north of the top, south below, the right side of Manhattan is the sixth line. Right. So that, that's the one that runs up the right-hand side and takes you up to the upper we- upper east side. Upper east side, yeah. So their plan was to go up the tunnel, so to Lexington, and then scoot across uh, Central Park South. Do you know Manhattan very well? Yep. So you scoot Central Park South, that'll bring you to Columbus Circle. Yep. And uh, that's what they decide to do. So they're walking in the dark. He says, hang on, why don't we just turn the light on in the camera? Now, a lot of people argue there was actually no built-in light in that particular camera. So that was uh, it took a bit of license. And I think um, HUD is speculating about, Listen, yeah, this creature could have been in the ocean for mate, thousands of years and all this sort of stuff. There's a lot of things about the camera that are pretty remarkable. Oh, of course, yeah. It's battery in, life not being this Battery least. life, tremendous. But also, too, we also see the night vision in a minute. Yeah. First of all, you see you see the rats going yeah. away. They're sort of they're following where they're going and they're thinking, hang on, where are they what are they getting away from here? I and didn't then, think about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So the rats are running away from something in the, they're going in the same yes. direction as the as the rats. That's interesting. And they're thinking, hang on, why are they running all way this way? I what's what's I behind even, them? That didn't rats in New York meant nothing to me. It was yeah. Just, that's just what well, you Well it's would like expect. you know rats leave a sinking ship. There's something here that's disturbing that they're running yeah, away. That part of that and so oh, yeah. this was really well done and quite scary too, where he goes, Hang on, why don't you turn on the night vision and uh, let's see let's see what's what. Did I? Yeah. Run. run. Okay, run. Actually, run. Hey, run. Just run. Just run. The bit that got me was when the night vision kicked in, you see half of Rob's face and these creatures on the ceiling. And he's just like, And that's oh when he God. thought, oh, shit, run. run. And that's when they hightailed it. One attacks Lily. I think HUD's camera hits the ground and it, you see it, the chaos. Like one of them hits the ground and gets up again and it's just <laughs> confronting, isn't it, what's happened here? Full on. Um, they club them and uh, run into a, this little side room. Yeah. And they, did you see when they were trying to block the door, the creatures are still trying still to get in? in. It. Yeah, it's so very mate, well done. That's, it's just terrifying, right? Anyway, they're sitting in there and... This bit's yeah. a bit weirdly confronting because Marlene is badly wounded. Like yeah, she's the got gashes. On she can't her see her back. Ah, yeah, they're terrible, horrendously deep and oh, horrible. Yeah. And I mean, this is a bit of that whole, you know, how did it happen thing. She's she's far too able to move for someone that's yeah. been that badly injured. She but got she. I think she's still in shock, maybe, and yeah. she doesn't quite the capture. It. I love yeah, how Hud actually turns the camera on himself and to clean the lens. And you see, he's got he's got some bark off his head yeah. and blood and all that as well. He cleans the lens and then turns it back around to Marlena. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, I think um, Rob breaks open the, uh, the the vending machine, gives them bottles of water to clean her up. Yeah. And they put like little 
like napkins on her to try to stem yeah. the bleeding, but um, they decide, <sighs> you know what? He, uh, I like this little scene between Marlena and Rob uh, Hud. I mean, Hud says, "Look, thank you for coming back for me." Like he's obviously he really likes her. Yeah, and she says to him, he "Goes, why would you think I'm a sort of person who wouldn't do that?" Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, that was a nice little moment. Anyway, they Rob suggests let's go up and look around. They go, screw that. We're gonna we're gonna try something else. So they try another door, and they emerge into a station. They realise they're actually on 59th Street, which is so a the, long way. It is a long up. way, but I think the the video cuts out at, at points. So the, I think the long walk. I think you might have turned the the battery off, the camera right, off, because okay. there is a cut. You see a noticeable like okay. time has moved. Yep. If you, yeah, you you will notice yeah, that. Because 59th to Spring Street. Oh, that's a, a long way. That, that's it's like, a great walk. Yeah, that, that would have taken 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, that walk. Yeah. 40 minutes. What do you reckon? I think underground. Uh, who knows how long that's going to take? Yeah, you know, stepping yeah. on. Yeah, it's, it's definitely half an hour. Let's call it that. Anyway, they emerge into the 59th Street station. Did you find this strange? They see these lights in an You think it's an exit tunnel. There's all these bright lights. I, I and they actually walk into a station. store. Well, it was a station, but it was like leads into a department store. Did yeah. you see this? They're sort of walking through a department store. And then uh, they're confronted. She needs a doctor. You sure? I'm totally fine. Yeah, because we can like, sit no, down I'm if you want. I'm fine. I'm fine. Are there any more of you? This is us. We've got four civilians here. Roger. Let's go move. Move. And they also, one of they asked the soldier about what's going on. Excuse me, sir. Sir. Excuse me. Listen, we need your help. Our friend, she's hurt. She's trapped in her building right by here at Columbus Circle. Yeah, that is not where you want to be right now. Do you guys know what it is out there? Do you know what that thing they is? No, they ain't telling me. Whatever it is, it's winning. <laughs> uh, so they've walked into, they were in a department store. The soldiers confronted them, four civilians. They walk into what appears to be like a triage centre where they're treating yeah, there's people. There's a lot of people And being a lot of treated. people with like wounds. And there's yep. a, there's a, I think they wheel a body around where the, sort of the half the body was missing. And yeah. they also, HUD also happens to capture creatures wheeled out in clear boxes. You know, yes. dead creatures, they're being wheeled out yep. as well. Um, but then um, she, Marlena, I think she turns around and says, you know what, I'm... Uh, I'm not, I'm not feeling that well. You have no idea what's out there. I don't care what's out there. Listen to me. She's dying. There is nothing I, I can do about that. I that I love now. more than anything is dying, and it's my fault. She should have been with me tonight, and I let her go, and and I get it. Okay, you have your hands full. I get that. I get that. But we're going to go after her, and if you want to stop me, then you can have a shoot. God. I don't feel so good. Oh, so horrible. <laughs> This is she the turns here. and her eyes are bloody. Yes, like it's it's like you've something you've never seen. But did you see how the paramedics reacted? They said, yes. "We've got a bite." Yeah, that, and they rush her away. Now, did you comprehend what yes, happens? She here? exploded. She they take her into this little tent. You see a silhouette of her. It's really well That's, done. Yes, and then all and of a sudden you blood. see a splash of blood, and then they're running out thinking, "What just happened? What so the hell?" It, I actually did get it because I think what they what they showed there was essentially her, you know, slowly exploding yeah. from the inside. The, the blood or was the poison the or blood whatever was coming happened. to her eyes, and essentially, yeah, yeah that's they knew it was that. They'd, they'd obviously seen it before because they reacted to yes. her, and we saw the result. But in the previous bit of audio, it was Rob saying, explaining he's got he's, to get to Columbus yeah, Circle. That's right. He's talking, but we also he's trying to convince a single um, uh, military guy who seems to be in charge 
that he he, he wants yeah. to go and find this girl. And it's, it's at this point, after they've lost Marlene, thinking, what the hell just happened? But Rob still thinks, well, okay, you, there's nothing you can do about that now. We we've got to we've got to get out of here. We've got to get to Columbus Circle. But they tell him, look, get him to the choppers. Yeah. And then the guy explains what's happening. You gotta listen to me. This girl, her building, it's at Columbus Circle. Yeah. You want to go out on this? I ain't gonna stop you. But you gotta know something. The government's considering the hammer down protocol, which means they're willing to let this whole area go. You mean Midtown? No, I mean Manhattan. Come on. Taking one last shot at this thing. That doesn't work. They're leveling the whole goddamn city. Your watch is still working? Yeah. All right. Hey, are leaving from 40th and Park. Last shot was wheels up exactly 0600. If you can make it there, then they'll get you out. So that was... Uh, <laughs> he goes, oh, what, are they just getting rid of Midtown? He goes, no, the whole of Manhattan. <laughs> so the hammer down is obviously they're going to bomb the place. Yeah. He says you've got till 6 a.m. to get to 40th and Park. So the clock's ticking now. Yeah. Right. So they head to Columbus Circle. Did you like this bit with a riderless carriage, the horse and you know they sell their horse horse carriage oh, rides? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just no one in the carriage and the horse just wandering by itself down the yeah. street. It's very so, New York. Yeah. But they see though, they see Marlena's um, Beth's building, and it's like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Yeah. It's sort of broken and leaning against the other building. An old mate doesn't look at that and go, "It's all over." He <laughs> thinks, "No, we can do this." Yeah. <laughs> this is quite funny. That's not the best place, is it? Oh is that God. Beth's apartment? Oh my God. Rob, is that her place? Tell me that's not her place. That's her <laughs> place, yeah. Oh, shit. I don't suppose she lives on the ground floor. <laughs> no, 39th. Oh, great. How do we even get up there? I don't know. We just go inside and then see how high we can get. I don't know if I can do that. Well, maybe we could try going up the other building. And then see if there's a place to cross over under a roof. And then we can find some way down to her place. Wait, no, never mind. No, that's a bad idea. <laughs> hey, take that back. Because he realizes straight away that Rob's like, yeah, Rob okay, goes, yep, that's a great off. idea. Brilliant. <laughs> it is actually brilliant. It was, that. It is. Yeah. And they get in the building, they get up the stairs, they're getting close, they, they check the floor, they go, righto. They get to the point where they reach the roof of, the, of her building, which yeah. is now at an angle. Do you like that? That was a big set they constructed, that, yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, on. Looks amazing. And so, okay, we can do this. And then Hudge goes, why don't you go and I'll just stay here and document it. <laughs> he goes, no, you've got to come with us. And they, they see the jets fighting, flying overhead as well. They enter the building, calling out for Beth. They find her apartment. Rob breaks the door down after a few attempts. Yeah. And they find Beth. She looks dead. I'm thinking she's, she's brown bread. Yeah. But she's got like a she has got rebar coming out of yeah. her chest, which is, by the way, right yeah. near her heart. It is, yeah. I think she's lucky she didn't. Yeah. Uh, and the way yeah. they lift her off. Ooh, yeah. My, my first thing is, well, what do you do? You, do you cut it down to sort yeah. of the so level, or what do you do? I, I spent a bit of time thinking about this. Afterwards. I would have got a hacksaw, but where do you get a hack at a hacksaw and, and from? You know, the point is, okay, the world's ending here. This is pretty yeah, bad. You got to do it. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna roll the dice, and we're just gonna pull you straight pull off this straight bloody up. thing. Yeah, and that yeah. was. Great. I liked how hard to put the camera down. Yeah. So all you see was a feet. So they didn't yeah. show her being That's lifted right. off the. What do you call it's it? A, a re, what is that called? Rebar. Rebar is that the bit of metal? Yeah. You'll build it, will you? Man, I'm, is that what it's called? I'm big in the from the, game, from yeah. the country. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so they think, oh, they got her off. And they, they, they also they put like a jacket around her just sort of yeah. to cover her wound, as so if like she a, wouldn't be just bleeding profusely. Yeah, of course. But yeah. 
But I like how when they, they take it out of her building to cross over to the other building and they see the creatures moving up Not I think far what, what, away. what looks like to be 8th Avenue towards Columbus Circle. So it gets around the creature. We'll talk it, about that oh, later. Yeah, I was just going to say, does okay, it get yeah, around right, so because, quickly? Because we we'll, do go we'll from the time Soho yeah. to yeah. near Central Park. And we'll, by the way, the meeting point for the choppers is halfway between the two. That's right. We'll, we'll yeah. in the uh, in the thing, the plot hole slash okay. section, we'll talk very about good. how the geography. We, we both the know New York very well. New York, and, like yeah. the back of our hand. Um, so they see the fighter jets are coming over. They're in Columbus Circle. They see more of the creature as they try to exit as well. So they're out of the building now, yep. heading to 40th and Park for the chopper. Um, and they see the creature again near Grand Central Station. Did you recognize Grand Central Station? Yep, yep. yep. And the th- missiles are being fired again. The tank gets crushed by the creature. Did you Oof. see this? Yeah, Boom. yeah. See you later. They see the chopper. They go, right, we're heading over. But then they get separated. Lily gets into one chopper. Yep. And they, get, they said, oh, we're going to be right behind and you. And it's at that she point where I go, off. she's dead. Like yeah. I, I, my immediate thought was, yeah, they're separating them here. She's going to be dead. Yeah, like, oh, maybe. Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? That was or, what I thought. Or she survives. <laughs> the, no, so but my point is at that, at that point, yeah, right. I'm thinking they're going to kill this girl. I thought that, yeah, it's going to get in the air. It's going to go. That's and just, it. Whoosh, crash it. Yeah, but yeah. it didn't. Why else would you separate we didn't see, them in the well, plot? It yeah. could have, but we didn't see that. Yeah. Uh, so she's off. And they get into the other chopper. They take off. And I love how when they just take off, this car gets tossed along the ground <laughs> right below the chopper. Yeah. Um, and they get this amazing aerial view of the creature, and they think they've got it. Those aren't going to hit us, are they? Oh, my God, they hit it. They just hit it right now. You guys, they just hit it. They hit it with... Oh, my God. They hit it. You guys, they hit it. Did you jump at this point, mate? Yes. That was uh, what a great shot where you see it, bomb hits it, smoke everywhere, and they go, he goes, that's the shit, and then it jumps up out of the cloud oh. <laughs> and it goes, woo, and they uh, they're spiraling to the ground. They crash, which what we assume is Central Park. Okay. Yeah, okay. Cause, Central cause, Park. Yeah, Columbus Circle. That's where yeah, you'd that's, probably be, yeah. So, it's well, he was actually 40th and Park yep. going probably Oh, right. Back. You assume they come yeah. back that way. so they're yeah, going yeah. back over there. Anyway, they land in the park. Crop, crop, chopper wreckage is in the background. They're on the grass. HUD, um, the, the, you hear you hear all the, the talk in the background uh, about, you know, the, we've got 15 minutes and all this sort of thing happening. Um, the... So they're they're trying to get out of the chopper, right? Yeah. And they've they've HUD has helped Rob out and and Beth out, and HUD they go watch out, look at this, and then you see HUD freezes, and above him is the creature. It's full on, like so. It's... You're thinking this is your first proper glimpse yep. at this creature. It just happens to be there when they land, and you see the creature right above him, and it grabs him. Spins him around and he lands dead on the ground. Yeah. And the camera's looking at him. Do you like how it's sort of going in a focus, out of focus, in focus? Yeah. And you see then um, them come and grab the camera. Now, 
The scene when HUD looks at the monster before being killed, yeah. that was J.J. Abrams' idea. He said, we need to see this final, like a confrontation with this creature. Right. Because you don't really get a good glimpse of it until that no, point. No, no, no. So he says, right, he came up with that idea. Now, if you look very closely at this movie like I have done, HUD was actually bitten in half. Oh, Because wow. you see, if you look carefully, you see his legs sticking out between the creature's teeth. And then he lands on the ground. So he's obviously just his his top half is on the ground. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's, if you sort of slow things down, you can actually see Good it. to know. Good to know. Yeah, anyway, they grab the camera. They're running. They stop in the Central Park Tunnel. And they're thinking, it's all gone. Yeah. And Rob decides to give his final testimonial to the camera. My name is Robert Hawkins. It's uh, 6.42 a.m. on Saturday, May 23rd. Approximately seven hours ago, something attacked the city. I don't know what it is. Uh, if, if you found this tape, I mean, if you're watching this right now, then you probably know more about it than I do. Whatever it is, it killed my brother, uh, Jason Hawkins. It killed my best friend, Hudson Platt, and uh, Marlena Diamond, and many, many others. Uh, we've crashed here in Central Park and taken shelter under this bridge. Uh, the military has begun bombing the creature, and uh, we're caught in the middle. My name is Elizabeth McIntyre. I don't know why this is happening. But we're going to wait here until this passes. Rob, we're going to wait here. So they do not pass. They do well, not. Well, they you hear after that initial crash, you do hear them say, say to each other, "They love, they I love you, I love yeah. you too." So, uh, screen goes blank, and then we cut back to the Coney Island footage, the end of the original yes. tape, and it's April twenty seven again, and he's saying on that part of the tape, "Look, we're almost out of tape. What are you going to say?" And she says, "I had a good day." And if you, like a nerd like me, where you watched it right to the end of the credits, yeah, you would have heard something after the credits. What was after the credits? So when there's like a broadcast voice, which when played in reverse says it's still alive at the very end of what you hear. So next time, listen to it, reverse it. How am I going to reverse it? That's the well, stupidest that, that's, thing that's I've ever apparently heard. it says it's still alive, and that's from three different sources that it says it's still alive in reverse. Just a little mystery. Let's get get to our favourite lines. I do like this line where they're describing Beth. Uh, Jason's talking about Beth. Beth McIntyre is like from a whole other planet, man. She's beautiful. She's charming, and you, I love you, but let's face it, you're kind of a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Typical thing a brother would say. Absolutely. The next two lines are from Hud, and he's, uh, yeah, as I said, I was so surprised at how funny this was. And this is what he said in the tunnel uh, when they're walking up from uh, Spring Street. Hey, do you guys remember a couple of years ago when that guy was lighting homeless people on fire in the subway? Jesus, Hud. What? Maybe not the best topic for conversation down here. <laughs> right. But I'm just saying. I just can't stop thinking how scary it would be if a flaming homeless guy came oh, out of the dark right now. 
Oh. And this was the him, him weighing up his options about what they're going to do. Okay. Um, just to be clear, so our options are die here, die in the tunnels, or die in the streets. Is that <laughs> pretty much the summing up? Oh, that wait, is we don't even know where Pretty good summary yeah, of the movie, It is really, pretty good summary. Yeah. Okay, now here's the part where we're going to talk about how did that happen, some plot holes here. Yeah. Let's talk the geography first of all. Yeah. Okay, so it starts in Soho. So they're in they're in Soho. Starts in Lower Manhattan. So right? yes, because we remember we've we've seen we've uh, throughout the footage, not, not throughout yeah. the movie. Now, and we're assuming, not, of not course, in any order. There's one creature. Correct. Not that's, multiple. That's true. There's we, one. We see um, financial district, which is the absolute Lower Manhattan, yep. burning. Yep. So we assume that's where it came out of the water because yes. there was the oil tanker. Next thing we um, see is them. Remember uh, though, Brooklyn Bridge. The the party. Uh, you t- you say they're in Soho, but yeah. th- there's some distance from it. So it feels yeah. to me like they might be just a f- bit further north than yeah, that. There's some people online said that the view that you see from the roof, while you're meant to think it's in Manhattan, was actually like a shot from Brooklyn. Right. So I don't know whether they took a bit of license there, but when they go to Spring Street Station, they're in Soho. That's, they're, that's right. That's not far, right? This, so, and this is the yeah. challenge is they go from wherever the building is to start with. Yep. They go up or down to Spring Street. Yep. And then they well, end. No, first they go to Broadway, the Brooklyn Bridge. Well, of course. So yes, it's yes. Lower Manhattan, Statue of Liberty, uh, Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. On the When they're on Brooklyn Bridge, Beth tries – he tries to call Beth. Yeah. And so – it had to have gone from Brooklyn Bridge to Columbus Circle to do all the damage up that's there right, for and then that. come back again. That's right. So there, that to me was a that's little bit, that stood out to me. That's the that I never understood. Yeah, this Columbus that stood Circle out to me. thing made no sense. I think, yeah, I think, look, if you know New York very well, you're probably going to think, well, 99% of the audience might not know New York very well, that's so it's not going to really stick out to them. Um, after the initial attack with the Statue of Liberty head in the street, um, HUD says, I've got footage of the monster. Yeah. Let's watch it. So you're assuming he watched it. Now, the footage, if he had a, what if they had a watched it, then that would have cut out, the, if he had any key continue recording, well, that would have cut out the assuming tape. Assuming he didn't fast forward yeah. back to where so they were. He would have said, okay, that's it now. He would have cut out all the stuff that we were watching. See yeah. what I mean? He yeah, would have yeah, cut yeah. out that part. Yeah. Um, that's true. As well. Uh, the helicopter crash. Could you have walked away from that? No. It was, if the crash was a straight drop, 400-foot drop, it would be the helicopter was attacked and damaged. That's why it crashed. So you're thinking it would have just dropped out of the sky like a rock, wouldn't it, if it's damaged? So would a trained pilot have been able to have a, like a land at semi-control? Me yeah, no. neither. Things you might not know, mate, from the minute the group exits the apartment... Yeah. Until the end of the move of that sequence, the director wanted it to be one take. Oh, wow. So he wanted to try keep everything without cutting. Yep. You know, I remember like the player, they did that eight minute yep. thing. So that that he was trying to keep that. He said, if that was happening, whoever was filming wouldn't turn off the camera. So he wanted to try to keep yeah. that. He said though that it would it would propose problems for the special effects team. So they they needed to improvise some cuts in the sequence. They did that by hiding them in fast sweeps or extreme close-ups. So that was the cut. They hid the cut. So what you thought right. was a fast pan was actually a cut. Yeah. Yep. So you can still assume it's, it's one shot. Sense. Yeah. Yep. The film was shot in 34 days. Yeah, that makes sense to me. In Los Angeles. Oh, wow. Uh, under the fake title Slusho. Slusho. And in New York under the fake title Cheese. 
<laughs> now, the Ferris wheel scene, the last in order, was actually filmed on the first day. Oh, wow. The scene in Beth's apartment, which is the first thing we see, was filmed on the last day. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and it also says, this is in the Blu-ray disc notations, Travis, Beth's date, got out of Manhattan with his car. He drove. Uh, before the events of the movie, so before the dramas with the creature, he actually left Manhattan via the Lincoln Tunnel and was at home in Weehawken throughout the entire attack. So he got home safely. But why is that information relevant? Travis, because remember he says, yeah, I know, but hope you good luck to you, Travis. I understand that, but and he, he well, did have a good luck. He who got adds out. that to that the... was that was in the Blu-ray. That was on the notes yeah, in the okay. Blu-ray. Good luck. Did okay. you notice the Cloverfield monster? How much screen time do you reckon it had? The whole monster or yeah, parts of everything. it? Everything. Whole, whole, complete, total glimpses. Everything. Five minutes. Two minutes, thirty-seven yeah. seconds. Yeah, it was going to be not time. much. Yeah. Now the building, did you take note of the buildings and landmarks that were damaged or destroyed in the movie? Well, the Statue um, of Liberty. Empire State was... No, no, Statue of Liberty. Requires the the Woolworth was. Building, well, I think that's the one that collapsed. The Brooklyn Bridge, the Time Warner Centre, which is the collapsed building, the Grand Central Terminal and the Solo Building. Right. Solo Building. Here's another. This is the best did you notice in the history of did you notice as Wow, show, okay, hit right? me. This is the best one. And I noticed this in the, my 100th viewing. <laughs> Near the end of the movie, uh-huh. when they're filming out across uh, at Coney Island, yeah. so all you see is a glimpse. Like they're on the Ferris wheel, yep. and they're looking out of the ocean. If you look on the right-hand side, something drops from the sky into the ocean. Wow. Which is prob- could be the creature. Something You look at it, you can see it, Dropping in like from top right screen to sort of top middle bottom so third earlier into the into the, the ocean alien something drops in arrived. there. No, that freaked me out. Right, oh mate, that was Cloverfield. Give us your wrap up and rating. I, as I said, enjoyed the concept of the found footage, the novelty of it. I did. Yes, um, I, I loved it. Yeah, I, really I, know, I know you're not a monster movie no, fan, but the but the way it was realistically you know, portrayed, yeah, I don't know what how like I, I'm okay with it. Yeah, the there wasn't too much of it. I think it was enough yeah. to make to paint a picture and create yeah. fear and all that stuff, but not enough to make it just stupid. They kind of um, my best description of this. They didn't hit you over the head with a monster. Yeah, you saw true. glimpses yeah, yeah. of it. You saw the damage it created. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. You I saw made, the effect rather than the monster. I, I watch it again. I will yeah, definitely watch it again. You'll pick up so much. Um, yeah, yeah I, I really. I reckon your it. son Jackson would like it. I think probably too. Your yeah. kids maybe a bit no, scary little, for little your bit kids. Way to go there, Jacko yeah. would love it. Um, f- I'm going to give it a nine. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you. it a nine. I'm I, with I, you. I really solid nine. It. Solid nine. Not, and here's the funny thing: I actually really like the the general storyline enough mm. that I think it's probably still an eight when it's not a found film. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's shot I, well. I just don't know how they could have done it. Just a without, story. You could have followed that. the story. Yeah, you could have just had them tight. It's and just tight on them. All it's of just, them. Yeah, you know, it's just you yeah. know West Wing style. It's just following the couple. Yeah, of people, like you know, Walker talks and stuff. Yes. Yeah, true, true. I think I'll be really I think it keen. could be done, but yeah. I, I actually am in love with the idea yeah. of a parallel. Yeah, Cloverfield, like another timeline, another storyline. Yes, exactly. Yeah, wow. So the moments occur in the same time. Yeah. It might not like it might start 
20 minutes earlier or in 20 minutes later or whatever. And you might even see these other actors in the background. That's right. You imagine yeah, wow. seeing them. That's cool. I'd watch that. Or, 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 or even, um, not not Travis, because you've told me what happens to him, but, yeah. you know, someone else from the party, them getting yeah. to the party and, I don't know, I just, Maybe. I think that's a really cool way to do a sequel, which is, yeah. you know, I think of your fascination with Star Wars, how it's a timeline, right? It's yeah, a, yeah. There's a timeline here and people's Back to the Future timelines, right? Yes. So what you do is you go, this this movie is set yeah. 10 minutes another, another earlier than or 10 minutes later. It's just another perspective yeah. on that. I'd watch that. I would watch that. Which I'd watch the hell out of that. I'm keen to see that where the sequel goes, though. Yeah. The real sequel. Yeah. Anyway, that was Cloverfield. Should we cast our minds forward? Well, I'd like to because I don't know what we're watching. Okay. Well, next week we're watching a film called A Fish Called Wanda, released in 1988, starring Jamie Lee Curtis, John Cleese, Kevin Kline, Michael Palin. That's all the, um, what are they called? The the, the, Monty 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 Python. Python. Yeah. Some of them. Uh, My question for you, your millionaire question is, which star won an Oscar for their role in the film? Jamie Lee Curtis. A. Kevin Klein, B, John Cleese, C, Jamie Lee Curtis, or D, Michael Palin? Lock in Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, incorrect. Far out. Kevin Klein won Best Supporting Actor for this movie. You, you'll see him, you know who he is. Okay. Kevin Klein. How long that is next movie? week. Fish call one, a couple of hours. It's comedy too. Comedy. Okay. Like, like a heist slash comedy. Right, yeah. And uh, very funny. Love the movie. Kevin Klein's character always cracks me up. Jamie Lee Curtis, beautiful as ever, and really, really funny movie. Okay. I look forward to you watching that. That's Bring next week, A Fish Called Wanda. But that was Cloverfield. Uh, we both enjoyed that, rated it highly. So until next week, Trev, talk to you then, buddy. See you then.